0: Skeletons and shivers down your spine Shrieking skulls will shock your soul And seal your doom
1: tonight Spooky,
0: scary skeletons Speak with such a screech You'll shake and shudder in surprise When you hear these zombies shriek. Yes, G- do G- that G. thing Yes <laughs> <laughs> Okay, false, All start. Right. false start What were we huh? getting before, like your internal mic or something? Yes, the laptop the Gotcha, um, which is a piece of shit
1: That looks a little loud Just a little loud. Um, I really like lean back Oh, shit. Alright, okay. Alright. Relax. You're gonna bring the table to me? Um, yeah, lock us in here.
0: We're locked.
1: Oh! (laughs) Um. It's just scary. Please sit back and relax while I lower the handlebars. Oh! I wanna get off this ride! too fucking bad. I had a premonition. Uh, Final Destination. Yeah. It is almost Friday the 13th. How it crazy is. is it that hey. October has a Friday, a Friday the 13th <laughs> this year? How, how nutso-futso is that? Pretty nutso. I'm being Jason for Halloween, and I, I'm mainly doing it because I love the new game so much. But And I rewatched all the movies before I, I bought the game, and I just got myself really fucking there. And so assembling the costume as we speak... Uh, because this is the after Halloween Halloween special. <laughs> this is episode fifty one. The Halloween part two Spoopy Spoopo blue. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> eek, oh. Eek, that's a bat. <laughs> Fucking watch out. And on audio today of this special episode of Lots of Pasta. Uh. We <laughs> we have uh, coming uh, in at at you in surround sound, <laughs> <laughs> high
0: uh, definition for the first episode in high definition, high
1: definition surround sound, four K. It's, it's Django Phillips.
0: Django. Mm-hmm. That was that was four K. If you go and play that back slower, you'll it'll be like the THX logo.
1: <laughs> it would be a dr- dr- yeah. yeah. Um so this is the after Halloween Halloween special because uh like I described in what will be episode 50th 50th episode special Halloween part 1 special. Uh I lost an episode along the way. Right. And now we're playing catch up because that episode was a was a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> so um we are here to celebrate the spookiest time of the year. I haven't done anything yet. It's like almost halfway through October and I fuck? haven't done anything spooky. I haven't done anything well spookier than usual, I should say. I yeah. watch I watch horror movies like every night, but um shit, like I haven't I haven't gone anywhere. Like even my mom went to a fucking uh they read stories while they like walk around with candles and shit you know like a tour like a ghost tour. oh ghost tour. tour oh i love yeah. ghost tours. i really want to go to dorney park I shout
0: out to gettysburg ghost tour i've actually done that yeah yeah that one's good yeah i just felt like that's yeah. <laughs> we're sponsored ever, by that have you though, ever
1: actually been there? there yeah gettysburg yeah, yeah. Dope twice shit. Two times. um yeah we did the ghost tours there it was
0: fucking oh great. okay i can tell you i can i can tell this to you okay. i can't tell this to anybody else so i'm glad that i have this outlet so we're going to Penhurst on fuck Friday fuck yeah right fuck right?
1: yeah you're going to Penhurst on Friday the
0: 13th Penhurst Asylum in Pennsylvania one of these like major haunted attractions that's fucking awesome and the kid who sits next to me in math physics is an actor at Penhurst. <laughs> so we already worked out like me and my girlfriend are gonna go through the house he's gonna like tap me on the shoulder I'm gonna hang back a little bit he's gonna take her hand and go through like as much of it as possible before like scaring the shit out of her it's gonna be great it's gonna be awesome I'm stoked. That's fucking hilarious. I'm stoked. I would hate you if you did that. Oh.
1: I'm oh. hoping I'm hoping she doesn't. Oh no, she won't. She will <laughs> It's gonna be good. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I usually do haunted houses, haunted mazes. Um
0: I love I love all the great things that come this year. Mm-hmm. Um If you're watching horror movies, yeah. what's a good what's a good movie that you've watched recently? Oh fuck. Well, I've been rewatching the
1: Halloweens because I felt like uh 2 years ago I rewatched all the Nightmare on Elm Street's. Okay. The Friday the 13th, which I also did again recently and I've never really sat down and watched all the Halloweens and that's kind of what I've been doing for at least the first couple days of Halloween
0: that you I've wrong. had like
1: a free night. I've been Classic. Yeah, I'm going mm-hmm. I'm going uh original slasher flicks, but um Fucking love Gerald's Game. I thought that was great. Was it good? Oh, uh, yeah. The book was really good. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Really liked that. What else horror-related? <laughs> I'm really trying to think
0: now. I watched this Spanish movie about uh, people in a bar, which, funnily enough, is bar in Spanish. It's called The Bar? It's called El Bar, yeah. The Bar.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I just heard about
0: that one yesterday. Is yeah. Is that on uh, Netflix? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's okay. I think I added it's right. it to my queue. Oh, I've been rewatching Stranger Things because you can never get enough oh. Stranger Things. Um, because uh, they're they're releasing new episodes that Friday. Oh, really? So this will be the episode the week after Stranger Things. Whoa. So I, I hope everyone there. It, we it hasn't come out yet. Um, but I hope everyone listening to this enjoyed Stranger Things season two because I know I'm gonna fucking love it.
0: If you're listening to this and you haven't watched Stranger Things season two. What are you doing?
1: Yeah. Who like, are you? No, see, the funny thing is, the funnier thing about that is several people, like, I talked to last week and, like, hung out with last week said, like, they hadn't watched Stranger Things. And I, I put the first two episodes on, like, one for a girl and another for a friend, mm. and uh, they both just did not get into it. And it made me, like, not even want to be around them. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, level, like... Like, on level, I just, I didn't want to be in their presence anymore, because they I didn't like so. it, and I, uh, that's a sign of character. <laughs> if you can't enjoy one of the most recently enjoyable narratives, in, in original narratives of the recent past couple years, like, I even, I even started it by saying, do you like Stephen King? Do you like The Mist, Carry right. It... Because let me tell you, Stranger Things is all three of those things, but better yeah. in a
0: single show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Your your Tinder bio, Tinder bio is just Strang- left if you... <laughs>
1: if you haven't watched Stranger Things. watched Stranger things. <laughs> 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 Yeah, no, it might as well be. Yeah. Because let me tell you, uh, it was very hard uh having sex with that girl. Because she... I just knew. I just knew. Yeah. Like... During, I was like, "You don't like Stranger
0: Things." That's all you can think about, <laughs> and,
1: it, and it and it hurt the process, you know. I
0: don't know, man. I've I've uh, hooked up with some Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. So let's get to these stories.
1: Awesome. <laughs> we um on part one, we read some like getting ready to trick or treat, getting ready to. Uh, it was me and Gustalt. hmm Um, he covered part one. Mm-hmm. Um. There once are there were there were a couple of stories, but it was all about like the fever, you know, the ha- the Halloween night bullshit that happens. Gotcha. This these um, are a little bit more handpicked. For, all right for, for this for okay. for an after Halloween Halloween special. Interesting. Being that the first story we're gonna read is called November First, and this episode came out on November Third. So, fuck yeah. Sweet, let's do it. It's called November
0: 1st from Reddit No Sleep. November 1st has been the worst day of the year for me since I was 12. Others may think that as a kid, the first is the worst day because of a sugar hangover from Halloween the night before or having school the day after. Not for me. November 1st is my birthday, and it was Andy's as well. He was my identical twin. Our 12th birthdays came around, and we were ecstatic. I was hopefully getting a PS3 brand new, and he was hoping for a new bike he had his eye on for months, even if he couldn't use it much before the first snowfall. He was always so athletic, and that's why people were always surprised to find out I was the opposite, even with us having near-perfect copies of each other's personalities. I got my wish on our 12th birthday, with some extra money for Call of Duty 4, which is coming out four days after. He got the bike he was looking forward to, too, including some extra sports equipment for the school year. His last words to me were, Want to take a quick ride and tell me how she feels? It was like he was getting a brand new car. I-, I told him no, due to my still feeling the pain from spraining my ankle the Sunday before our birthday. Fine, Maddie. No need to be a wuss. It was his favorite line to say whenever I didn't like to do anything, even if it wasn't something risky or scary. I told him to piss off, and he said he'd be back in a half an hour, before the cake was done and frosted. And he never came home. We found out from a police officer four hours later that Andy was hidden in an intersection two miles from our house. Apparently a drunk driver ran a red light when he was crossing on his way home. The news tore our family apart, causing the divorce of my parents and eventually driving my father to suicide three years later. My mother has held herself together for the past nine years now with the occasional drinking binge due to the memories flooding back. Neither of us have been the same since Andy died though. Last year, on my 20th birthday, Things changed, however. I was sitting at home, as usual for my birthday. It was the usual binge-watch stuff on Netflix, hopefully not get called into work. I work for the city as a repairman, and play video games into the late night. My girlfriend was out of town at a business retreat for her part of the branch. I thought of eating the cake my mom had brought over earlier in the day, but I wasn't really feeling like eating much when I heard a crash from downstairs. I instantly thought, burglar. After grabbing the bat I kept in my closet for this reason alone, I made my way downstairs. Nothing ever really scared me before, but I knew, that night, the fear of possibly dying. As I was nearing the bottom of the stairs, the air in my house changed. It wasn't like a temperature change, but more of the mood of the place became very eerie, and I realized why. There was no more crashing or footsteps. Walking into the kitchen, the place was a mess. Plates were broken on the floor, mugs were smashed, but one thing was still perfect, my cake on the counter. As I walked over to it, I realized that half of it was gone, however, and there was a note on it. Still thinking of it makes me cry. Sorry for the mess, but the bad guy is gone. I took my half of the cake. Sorry for leaving the side that had less frosting. After reading the note, I could have sworn I heard a laugh and the sound of a mountain bike passing my house. It is now my 21st birthday, and I'm leaving half of my cake on the counter for Andy this year, and will for many years to come.
1: How sweet. That's so sweet. Happy Halloween, motherfuckers.
0: Happy Halloween, you dicks. I I thought, originally, I thought all the shit was broken in the kitchen because Andy was fucking looking for the cake, and he was like, sorry about all your shit, it's hard being a ghost. I fucking (laughs) knocked all your stuff over. (laughs) (laughs) Now, with the burglar thing, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I
1: I thought Andy left... And came back like eight years later and he was like, where's my fucking cake? Where's this fucking cake? <laughs> where's my fucking cake? Man? <laughs> <laughs> that's original thought. What What are your plans for Halloween this year? What are you doing Halloween
0: related? Oh my God. I don't even know. I have a wedding in like two weekends. Um, Fuck. So that's pretty scary. Yeah. Marriage is scary. I, I,
1: see, but I've been looking for an opportunity to dance and weddings are always that
0: perfect opportunity. Or also just like, whenever you get the music inside of you, <laughs> whenever you get those ants in your pants, you just yeah, got to stand up and dance.
1: No, believe me, I do.
0: Sometimes I'll be like... Oh, I do. I'll be on the toilet, and I'll just get some music, <laughs> and I'll stand up and dance. Yeah, man. And then clean up. Normally, I, I help out of the, the homeless shelter. <laughs>
1: yeah. In it's costume. tough season. In tough costume. Season, yeah.
0: I go as, as a homeless guy. It's very it's, <laughs> so it's very nice of you. It's they kind. think it's patronizing, it's it's but kind. I think it's a great costume.
1: Yeah, it's humorous. Yeah. This next story is called <laughs> My Wife, the Artist. <laughs> <laughs> what? From Unsettling Stories. My Wife, colon, the
0: artist. Not colon.
1: That's a colon.
0: No, I know it's a colon, but don't say, my wife, colon, the artist. <laughs> like, that's not...
1: My Wife...
0: The The artist
1: The colon artist The colon artist She sculpts them (laughs) Jen and I love Halloween We go all out When decorating our house and yard The neighborhood kids love To see what we put up every year And even their parents are impressed By the scale and sophistication Of the decorations we use This sounds like my father (laughs) This sounds like my dad He goes all fucking out and then like 12 kids come trick-or-treating like 12 where they live just like 12 kids
0: you they, they 12 do it kids. they do it
1: for those, those 12 fucking kids man
0: those 12 kids better be so grateful
1: they take fucking pictures they take fucking pictures <laughs> in the adorable. yard <laughs> oh we don't just give out candy we invite the trick-or-treaters into our home to see our setup no, that's nope. that's where you say no, kids. Crossing the line. That's where you say no, no. This is a,
0: a quick PSA from Captain Death and uh, Django Phillips. Yeah, um, it is. When well, you're never going. When you're house. a homeowner. Oh, oh, my PSA was for the other other side of it. Do it, kids. Don't go into houses. But more importantly, homeowners, don't invite children in your house, whether they're family or not. Oh no, I agree. Children with Children should not be in homes. Leave them outside until they're eighteen. And then you can invite them in, slowly, get them acclimated, and make sure they still do their business outside. And then you get them, that's how you have a teenager. But until that, like, 14, 15, children should be outside. It's the opposite of how you were raised.
1: You were kept in a basement for 18 years, and then... True, you got out. True,
0: I wanted to be outside, but I didn't have. <laughs> so that's why your PSA is that, so important. That fucking ankle lock that was on me. <laughs> the ball sucked. and chains. And they gave they gave me a hacksaw. They were like, "You see that saw movie?" And I was like, "Fuck you guys!" <laughs> I just threw it at them. Parents are dicks.
1: <laughs> oh shit. Uh, my my PSA is, uh, hey kids, when when it looks like a lonely guy is in his house and he has cool halloween decorations everywhere uh and he says C- come on in you and only you uh to look at my halloween decorations you walk on uh in? No, yeah. no 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 yeah, you, you give, it outside, give it a gander from outside and then and you give it the say, goose. you give him the
0: okay and then you say okay i'm coming on up Bobo. you give him the okay i'm coming on up jimmy and thanks then, for inviting me in your house and then you run away and then you go on and take the you run into you the run house away. yep i agree i agree
1: Pumpkins, spiders, skeletons, ghosts, you name it, we've got it. Our local newspaper even did a feature on us last year, a safe and spooky spot for local kids. It wasn't much more than a fluff piece, but it felt good to have our work celebrated. A project Jen's been working on over the last 15 or so years is her Halloween Town of Horrors. It's the centerpiece of our trick-or-treat trip around the house. The town takes up the whole dining room table, and it's a dark... A darker take on those big Christmas villages people like to put out on in December. Which my dad also does. He goes hard. He goes hard for holidays. The architecture is very Tim Burton-esque. Lots of strange looking buildings, exaggerated colors, and blood splatters while the townsfolk lurk in the shadows like little purple zombies and space aliens. As the years have gone by, Jen's taken her Halloween town from a couple small buildings to a sprawling, populous, nightmare escape it is today. This year, Halloween came and went. We had a blast. Jen's Halloween town was a huge hit. Even adults from around the neighborhood came over to take a look. Jen loved the attention. She wanted to be an artist growing up, but sadly, it wouldn't pay the bills. (laughs) As we cleaned the house, Jen picked up one of the townsfolk dolls. Its clothing had a little tear that needed to be fixed. Sighing good-naturedly, she gathered the rest of them into their box. I love those dolls. Their aesthetic works beautifully with the town Jen puts them in. They range in size from a raisin to a lemon. Some have distinguishable features, others don't. It takes a while for her to make each one, between two and five months, but her effort always yields a product that's perfect for Halloween. Until she can carry one to term. We both agree they shouldn't go to waste.
0: <laughs> Fuck that story. <stuff. sighs> uh, the goddamn fetuses. Fetuses? fetuses? fetus Uh yeah. Feet
1: Yeah. She you know
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't let the go it don't, she doesn't let it go to waste,
0: you know. <laughs> She's She's green. really practical. She's green. Yeah.
1: She's really practical.
0: It's a green Halloween.
1: <laughs> oh, that rhymes.
0: I like the details in the story. The one line before the reveal is, like, even the adults came this year, which is cool because I think it's, you know, the adults are coming because there's this fucking crazy couple that's putting fetuses in their thing, and they're like, you guys have to not be so weird.
1: I don't think people know that they're fetuses.
0: Oh, you don't think?
1: No, I think she, like... I don't think she literally puts little dead babies there. I think she... I believe she just, like, uses the aborted parts in making monsters. Okay. Alright.
0: So, really... I don't think of it as, like, a, um... I was thinking she was putting the fetuses, putting on a little fucking hat and a cape. <laughs> no. And then, no, really, no. and then just putting them in the town. No. And then one's, like, pushing a cart. <laughs> no, no, they're dead. Little baby <laughs> No. Out. I don't like that. <laughs> That's. I'm pretty sure that's a story.
1: I don't think that was, was it?
0: Yeah. PSA, guys. Um, really what we're trying to say is uh, burn your fetuses. Well. Well.
1: Well. This next one is called Ethan's Halloween Mask. But before we read it, I gotta ask, what's... You know, I have to, like, give questions in yep. between
0: every story. Yeah? I hope you ask the Halloween question that special. I want to, you to ask. The question
1: I am asking you... If it's you the wrong know, one, I'm going to tell you. It, I'm going to make sure it's the wrong one. Good. It's gonna, My question is,
0: what does Halloween mean to you? Wrong question. All right. Halloween uh, means to me that... I don't know. It's my It's my mom's favorite holiday. It's your mom's favorite holiday. Yeah, which is a lot about her. That's, that's awesome. Like, yeah, I think that's, that's dope. That's yeah, that's a positive thing, and it's really like, um, you know, it's kind of like an excuse for that. It's like an excuse for them to have a good time, and also like, you know, it's Halloween. So when you're a kid, it's like all scary stuff and like monsters and spooky demons and whatever. And when you're an adult, it's all like doing bad shit and like you know, oh. getting high, and getting drunk, and so and your parents are getting fucked up.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that's not just in awesome. Halloween, but yeah. That's fucking awesome.
0: Yeah. That's what it means to me.
1: That's dope. Yeah. It means my parents are going to get fucked up and I'm going to sit here. Pretty much. That's great. I like that. I I believe um, in the same vein of like an answer, my dad like sets up his house like inside outside everything and they don't really get into costume anymore, but like he'll put something scary on, I think like Halloween night and they'll, they'll let those 12 trick or treaters come. Yeah. But it used to be, like, we would do this entire fucking house. Right. Like, we would hang up, like, fake paintings, and, like, we would put webs everywhere and shit. Um, Which is awesome. Yeah, like, we've we've done a couple Halloween parties here. We had lights and shit out front of a fucking graveyard at one point. Not all that shit's at my dad's house, and it looks fucking awesome, because imagine, like, a house worth of Halloween decoration condensed into a townhouse. Like, that shit looks, like, fucking crazy every year. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Halloween, what it means to me is just, like, let's get spoopy, but let's get spoopy every day. <laughs> let's get spoopy every day of October. I think it's, like, I think it's the... I don't really have many excuses to, like, continually watch.
0: Yeah, but if that's or... what you're into... I think that's one of the things that you and I have in common. We're both into this spooky shit all the time. Yeah. Like we like like watching scary movies and playing scary video games in like June. Yeah. In like April. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just constantly in the mood for that. Shit, yeah. But this is like, let's make it public. Yeah. Let's do public things. Everybody's like, in the mood like for it. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's so, doing it. So join in. Do do. Don't the fun even shit. think about it. Like uh, there are a bunch of movie theaters in the in the area over the next couple weeks. Like I, I know for a fact on Friday the 13th, they're playing like six movies back to back at like a BYOB theater within like a half an hour. Yeah, yeah. Go get fucking drunk. Don't on watch on Friday 20s. the 13th with a bunch of other drunk nerds. Drunk people. Um this next story like I said, Ethan's Halloween
0: Mask. It's an unsettling story. That's what I thought you were going to ask me about by the way. Just mm. real quick. Why is mask why are masks so creepy?
1: You thought I was gonna ask why are masks so creepy? Yeah. I was gonna ask what's the creepiest costume you've ever worn?
0: Oh. Oh, the only one that had an effect on anybody was the one I did like two years ago, and it was the the um, Hotline Miami guy. I fucking love that costume because it's just a guy carrying a baseball bat, and you kind of have the costume do the work for you in a chicken like mask. the chicken mask.
1: It hides intent. Which yeah, can right. be terrifying for anyone to see. Because it's, it's very
0: gang-like. Behind the... It is. It is. It's super menacing. Behind the mask, I'm like... I have like an open... Uh, open smile. And I'm like, <laughs> Hi everybody. Do you guys want to see my baseball bat? But then what comes out, because of the mask, is like, I'm gonna fucking kill you! And it's like... Gobble, not,
1: gobble. Yeah. <laughs> I am gobble, chick- gobble. I am chicken.
0: Bam. <laughs>
1: um, why are masks so creepy?
0: Because of those old, like, stories, like, there was uh, Goosebumps about that, or whatever. And, um, so there's a Goosebumps story about it, and there's also mm-hmm. the movie Clown, which is very similar. Um, and the Clown's fucking... more
1: about a costume.
0: But, no, but the those. part... The, yeah, exactly. The part where it stuff just melds onto your skin. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. I don't like that.
1: I never really thought masks were terrifying. I would say recent years, like, Purge american horror story which again uh this year uh let's just call it bullshit um and i think those are the new mainstream things are like the reason why masks are creepy now right probably
0: right yeah i feel you anyway ethan's halloween mask unsettling stories my cousin ethan and i grew up together but I never liked him very much Fuck Ethan man. Fuck Ethan <laughs> His family was rich So he always had the best stuff Mine wasn't I didn't On Halloween 1985
1: Ooh the 80s feels Ooh
0: Ooh right in the smack dab middle
1: Like Stranger Things We were
0: going trick or treating together I was the Terminator Fuck yeah He was Freddy Krueger Fuck yeah His mask cost almost $100 And it looked exactly like Freddy's face That's fucking awesome The scars The sneer Everything was just right I didn't have a mask My parents couldn't afford one I had torn aluminum foil taped to the side of my face. It was meant to look like the Terminator after some of its skin had been ripped off. A few splotches of ketchup on the foil were supposed to look like blood. As soon as it dried, it looked very little like dried blood, and very much like dried ketchup. <coughs> that's,
1: that's. I still, still think like. that that's good, um, you know, cosplay material. It's like, charming. Like, I, I make all of my costumes from uh, thrift store
0: materials. It's super charming.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, uh, Indian guy who does, like, he calls them, like, 99 cent cosplays. Mm-hmm. Crazy Horse. Um, it's hilarious. Yeah,
0: Geronimo. Despite my terrible costume, I was still excited to Trick or Treat. <laughs> we didn't have candy very often at home, except maybe on Easter. My parents encouraged me to go to as many houses as I wanted to and get all the candy I'd be able to eat. It felt good to know they wanted me to be happy. Ethan and I went out at sundown and visited house after house. Every time, the homeowners would gush over Ethan's mask. Tell them how scary it was, how realistic. Then they'd turn to me and ask who I was supposed to be. I'd answer. Then they'd say something like, oh, of course, how could I have missed it? I could tell they felt sorry for me. One even handed me a few extra pieces of (laughs) candy.
1: That's nothing you're sad about.
0: That's, you know, it's a good strategy. When we were done, our pillowcases stuffed with treats of every sort, we began a long walk home. As we went, Ethan rooted around in his bag of loot could hear him grumbling and complaining through his mask then he started throwing candy on the street stuff he didn't like go ahead and pick it up if you want it bill he called out <laughs> heaving handful after handful in the gutter <laughs> i know you can't afford to let anything go to waste <laughs> i didn't say anything but i reached in my pocket and i fucking shot him i stabbed him with a fucking <laughs> knife what a prick god what a fucking mm. dickhead i didn't do that i didn't say anything but I reached into my pocket and pulled out the lighter and one of the two cigarettes I'd stolen from my dad Ooh, Rebel I'm, Rebel. I've been smoking on and off for the last few months and even at 13 I knew it was bad for me I just didn't care it made me feel good I stayed a few steps behind Ethan as he tossed more candy away as much as I hated it myself for it I ended up picking a few pieces off the ground and putting them in my bag Ethan caught me once and laughed <laughs> you're going to be as fat as your mom if you eat all that <laughs> I kept my mouth shut is that why she got fired from the restaurant? Did she eat your customers food? I knew Ethan was joking. He did it often. I'm sure in his mind he thought he was being harmless and playful. Still I told him more than a few times to leave mom out of the jokes. She had diabetes. And she hadn't mentioned it to anyone other than my dad and me, but the doctor told her she might end up losing her foot. That's why the restaurant let her go. She couldn't walk around and wait tables anymore. Change the subject, Ethan, I said. I knew he heard me. He didn't talk for another minute or so. Until he did again.
1: You think her and your dad still fuck? I wonder how he manages to get it in there.
0: He cackled, then insisted.
1: Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm done. Promise.
0: I seethed as we took a shortcut through the elementary school soccer field.
1: Let's stop here for a minute.
0: Ethan said. We got into the school's playground.
1: I bet I could scare the shit out of some kids if they come
0: by. He sat on one of the swings with his pillowcase in his lap. He kicked his legs and the swing moved back and forth. I stood there hating him. I think I see some kids coming over the hill, I told Ethan. I'm going to hide behind the slide and sneak up on them if they come over to you. Go for it, Ethan told me, his voice deep and distorted through his mask. Kind of. I left Ethan on the swing set and walked over the slide. I watched him swing as his hateful words rang in my ears tears came to my eyes as I remembered mom smiling from her spot on the couch as she encouraged me to go out and have fun. She was such a good person. So, so good. She'd never said anything negative about Ethan. In fact, she'd always complimented him on his grades and his wins in basketball and even his looks. You're going to be a handsome man, Ethan, she told him. I'll bet we'll see your face in a magazine someday. Even after her kindness, Ethan still felt it was okay to trash her. I heard him laughing to himself across the playground. I don't know why exactly, but I had a pretty good idea. I reached in my jacket for the other cigarette, knowing the smoke would calm me down. But it had come apart. My pocket was full of loose tobacco and paper. Loose tobacco, paper, and the lighter. Ethan was still laughing as I fingered the lighter in my pocket for a second, then pulled it out. I walked it behind him. He didn't know I was there as he shouted out.
1: Okay, one more thing and I'll never say anything about her again, but unless your dad's got a big dick, he'll never manage to-
0: I flicked the lighter near the back of Ethan's neck, right where his hair and his mask met. The hair went up quickly, using his hairspray as an accelerant. Then something happened that I didn't expect. The mask burst into flames. Ethan jumped off the swing and ran in a loose circle, trying to pull the mask off his head. I saw it rippling under his fingers. He couldn't get a grip. The material bubbled. His screams, barely muffled as the molten chemicals stuck to his skin, echoed off the brick walls of the elementary school. After a few seconds, he fell and rolled around the playground, pushing his head in the sand to put out the fire, and he succeeded, but the damage was done. He turned over on his back, no longer screaming, but gasping in shallow, hyperventilated breaths. In the moonlight, I saw the mask was completely fused to what remained of his skin. One of his eyes had apparently burst but his other darted around almost like he was confused and wondering where he was. I saw something moving on the other side of the field. Kids were coming. I yelled to them to call an ambulance and I waited, unsure of how I felt, until the paramedics got there. I took complete responsibility for setting Ethan on fire, I said I'd been sneaking up to scare him by flicking the lighter near his face, and yes, I got him in a lot of trouble, but everyone believed it was an accident. Ethan's face was destroyed. He had skin grafts and bone grafts and all sort of reconstructive surgery. He never recovered. Not physically, not emotionally. He killed himself in 1990. His parents had a very expensive funeral. I was invited. They'd forgiven me for my part in his accident years before. In fact, their subsequent lawsuit against the mask company is the reason why Halloween masks are now made of flame retardant materials. Mom died a few years before Ethan, but not before complications from her diabetes took her left leg. Dad and I were with her in the hospital at the same time Ethan's parents were there to see him through another round of reconstructive surgery. They visited mom, dad, and I while Ethan was still under, recovering from a successful set of grafts. We chatted for a little about mom's hopes for recovery and then the topic moved to Ethan. Ethan's mom was gushing about a plastic surgeon that had recently joined the hospital after working in Switzerland. He was the best, apparently. He'd taken on Ethan's case earlier in the year, albeit remotely and wrote a substantial article about the new techniques he'd been employing. In the world of plastic surgery, it made a big splash, if only for its ambition. Ethan's mom reached into her purse and pulled out the publication. She flipped it open to the page and showed various photographs of Ethan's burns and the notes and explanations the surgeon had written to accompany the article. I could tell mom was holding back tears. I knew why, too. Her eyes met mine, and she just couldn't hold it back any longer. She began to weep. Dad and Ethan's mother held her while she cried. I just watched. Mom was thinking that she'd been right all those years ago. She'd just been right for all the wrong reasons, but right nonetheless. Just like she predicted, Ethan's face had finally made it into a magazine. Well, that's dark. <laughs> Fuck Ethan, man. Fuck that bitch. I mean, sorry for the fire and the eye. The eye's hard. That's the hardest hardest part. It's just hard to justify, you know? Like, kids are dicks, but they should keep both their eyes. That's
1: so nice of you. You know? Yeah. I think think that's nice of you.
0: PSA from Captain Death and Captain Django. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're going to put razor blades into your candy, just don't. (laughs) See, I thought you were going to say something (laughs) sarcastic.
1: No. Like, at least put them in, like, Almond Joys. Or like three musketeers. Yeah,
0: well, you should do that. Yeah, don't put them in apples because kids are not going to eat those. Yeah. In any case.
1: They're going to see the razor blades. This next story (laughs) is uh, also from Unsettling Stories. It's an Unsettling Halloween. Um, A lot of these stories come straight from Unsettling Stories. It's a very nice website. Oh, spooky. The last of the trick-or-treaters.
0: I already get the pun with the title. The last of the trick-or-treaters. You'll get, you'll, it's there It's there Guys, listeners, it's coming Pun's I want to
1: know what you mean
0: The pun, well you gotta read the story
1: Alright Last of the trick-or-treaters Last Halloween at 11.25pm The doorbell rang I'd just gotten into bed Thinking I could ignore and go to sleep I clicked off the TV and pulled the covers up But the doorbell sounded again And again And again I threw off the covers, put on my bathrobe, and stormed out of the bedroom. It was a group of kids playing a prank, I told myself. Even their parents wouldn't be able to identify their bodies. I unlocked and opened the front door. On the doorstep was a young boy wearing a Native American headdress and an ornately beaded leather vest and pants. He was clutching a bag of candy to his chest, and no one else was around. It was unseasonably cold that night and without any adults around, I couldn't let the kid stay out there and freeze. He looked miserable. I held him by his shoulder and guided him inside. Then I picked him up and placed him on the couch. I didn't know what to do. Calling the police seemed like the only safe bet, so I dialed the non-emergency number. While I waited on hold, I heated up some water to make the kid a mug of hot chocolate. The kid stared at me while I stood in the kitchen. He didn't say a word. I felt bad for the little guy. The receptionist at the police station answered, and I told her what was going on. She said she hadn't heard about any missing kids, but as soon as a car was free, one would be sent over. She cautioned it might be a while, though. Apparently Halloween's a busy time for them over there. With the water boiled and the instant hot chocolate made, I went over to the kid and sat down next to him on the couch. I placed the mug on the table across from us. After cautioning him that it was hot, I figured I needed to talk to him. Nice costume. I told him But it wasn't really that nice Um, Just pretty culturally insensitive nowadays But whatever Thanks He replied So, um, did you lose your parents, I asked The kid shook his head How about your brothers or sisters or friends Again, no Want to try the hot chocolate? It's really good
0: I don't like chocolate
1: Oh, okay I picked up the mug and started drinking, wondering if the kid was slow or something. Who doesn't like chocolate? We sat in silence for a little while. He kept his eyes on the unpowered television while I did everything in my power to not appear creepy. I never know how to act around kids. Did you have a good time trick-or-treating? I asked, then realized it was a stupid question. He'd gotten separated from his family or friends for fuck's sake. How could it have been good? The kid, to my surprise, nodded.
0: I got what I wanted.
1: He said. Oh, and what was that? The doorbell rang, and I hopped off the couch and answered it. Two officers. I invited them in, and they saw the boy on the sofa. They greeted him and asked the same questions I had. He had nothing to say to them, though. In fact, he looked angry, almost like he hated them. After a few minutes of getting nowhere, the officers said they were going to bring him back to the station. There still hadn't been any reports of the missing child. As they were about to leave, there was a call on the police radio, something about a murder on 113th Chestnut Place. The three of us stood very still for a moment. I live at 115 Chestnut. My neighbors, Paul and Lynn Chesney, had lived there for decades and were the curators at the local museum. The officers answered the call on the radio, said they were nearby. They were told backup would be there shortly. Wait here. The cops ordered, and the kid and I just looked at each other while the two men left the house and headed next door. Don't worry, it's okay, I promised the boy. He looked flat, unaffected. Then he turned and looked straight at me.
0: Bring this to the MTIC. It all belongs to them.
1: He handed me his bag. I was extremely confused for a second, wondering why local Mohegan tribe would want Halloween candy. I opened the bag and gasped. A bloody... Stone knife sat atop a pile of beautiful, beaded vestments, ornate carvings, and other old-looking artifacts.
0: Your neighbors have been keeping these from us. We tried to get them back, but they just laughed and mocked our efforts. But they're too important to give up, especially after we've been forced to give up so much. I stood like an idiot
1: holding the bag as sirens approached and the commotion grew outside. Give it to them. The kid shouted with a deep adult voice that was entirely out of place coming from his small body and with that he vanished. The headdress and pants and vest dropped in a pile on the rug. I spent a good 45 minutes convincing myself I hadn't gone nuts. Hours later, an officer came back for the boy. What happened over there? I asked the cop. I already knew, but needed confirmation. Looks like the couple got killed in a robbery attempt, he told me. Their daughter came home from a Halloween party and found them with their throats cut, I'm sorry. I let out a long sigh and nodded. Where's the kid? The officer asked. I had an answer ready. There was a family going door to door with a picture of him. I uh, guess he'd run away, but he's back with them now. The cop shook his head. And they didn't even call us? Christ. He paused. Well, okay. Good night. I'm sorry about your neighbors. We'll have officers in the area until whoever did it is found. I thanked him and closed the door. It was almost 5am. It was too late to go to bed. I had work in a couple hours. So I sat down at my computer, and with the kid's bag on the desk next to me, I mapped out
0: directions for my drive to the MTIC. It's a little little Killer Indian. Wait, before you delete this.
1: Killer Indian.
0: They were like, oh, it's 5 a.m. And the beginning of the story was like, oh, it's 1125. And there's a... Thing. and you know gotta me yeah it's gotta fucking but it's it's fine
1: i'm also waiting fine, so yeah. what about the title the last of the, the last of the
0: trick-or-treaters is like a play on the last of the mohicans oh right? the last of the trick or treaters, last of the mohicans cute title it's, a, it's cute it's cute get it to my tribe it's their shit what's the scariest thing you've ever done for halloween that story brought up an awesome, awesome example. Just like having to be around children is terrifying. <laughs> I don't I don't enjoy the process at all.
1: So kids are the most terrifying. Kids are the, the most terrifying, me.
0: yeah. I mean I've been to haunted houses and whatever and like uh I don't know. They're really fun. Like they're they're super scary and they're really fun. But like you know, having you identify with a seven-year-old just having to to be like oh do you guys like drake and then i have to talk about drake <laughs> for like a little bit i don't know anything about drake i'm fucking man you already know that's all i know that's, <laughs> that's it. it i once went i went to
1: a corn maze in a field yeah no oh not your thing absolutely not my Ooh. thing it was it was dusk it was already dark yeah um, they had lights over the field, but it was like from far away, so it just got darker the further you went in. Okay, it's very well uh, themed. They had lots of like dead bodies and mm-hmm. like stops with like scarecrows, and then you know the the other post would be empty, and you'd be like, "Where's the other scarecrow?" Right, shit like that. That's good. Oh, I freaked! I freaked so much, I ran away from the people I was with and <laughs> got out of there. Without being scared again, because I just freaked the fuck out. As an adult, uh, when I first my first Halloween in Philly with my roommate at the time um, in university, we went to a place called the Thirteen Floors in Philadelphia.
0: Um, I'm literally already know I would never go there just in the title. There's exactly, no. That's terrifying. so intense.
1: It's one of those. It's one of those Halloween haunted uh, locations that. Only spreads by like word of mouth yeah, and like Facebook that. and nope. shit, and like it's not. Nope. Uh, they don't like have a website or tickets or anything. You just go and you 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 uh, you spend the money and you sign the waiver. Fuck that. Um, it's kind of like a professional form of No End House, which is a very good program going on right now. It's a uh, Channel Zero's new season. But All right, um, you said yeah. Thirteen floors. I got about to floor. I think five or six before I was like no and I took the stairwell um because the waiver was for them to touch you the waivers did they touch you they did they started touching me and taking me places and I and I did not like it (laughs) um it was nothing about me it was nothing about like they weren't allowed to like do things to me but it was like they were allowed to lead me and touch me and shit I mean that's that's as far as I gotten. I right. imagine I imagine floor 9 would have been something like handcuffed to a chair or something, you know. Like and I didn't want to get to that point. I thought it was yeah. going to be a lot more softcore because the first like two floors were just like Halloween bullshit. Like a uh, creepy house fireplace guy w- like, walking around like oh, spooky yeah. like ghost shit. And then by the time it was like floor 5 it was like Completely empty room, one guy wearing all black standing in the corner, <laughs> yeah, and you're just no. and you have to walk like straight across. It's just like, I don't like this. No goddamn fucking <laughs> way. Uh, 13 floors. I would suggest <sighs> someone, um, someone look into that because that was super no fucking way, super crazy. And it was like $15, so it was relatively cheap.
0: The best scare we got, uh, I, I've gotten as an adult, I don't know. There's no way I'm gonna be able to say like what, um, where it was, but I'd like to give them a mention. But I, there's no way I'm gonna find it. But it was like a like a an hour north of here on like 33. There was, it was like this old farmhouse, like four floors or whatever, and it goes winding, twisty, turny, and, and it's, it's it's you know great because it's like local. So nothing's up to code, and everything's falling apart. It's great. And then uh, there was this one room with this girl in a um, wheelchair, and she was like, you know doing the freaky wheelchair shit and she was like nah, nah, nah. and she was just like moving back and forth kind of a little bit and rocking mm-hmm. back and forth mm-hmm. and I so thought, I had so convinced because it, here's a little fun fact I'm always first in these fucking houses yeah, I'm right. always yeah, super right. freaked out and then I get there and everyone else is a pussy and I'm like alright, I'll fucking be first that's actually the last time I went to Dorney's Halloween
1: haunt with all of the wilkes Napa people Mm -hmm. I was the first into every room because I was just like fuck it yeah (laughs) fuck it what can they do to me exactly (laughs) other than yell in my face and then I don't know I've been to concerts I I lived (laughs) in Philly yell in my fucking face
0: (laughs) I don't know it was just I really thought that they had a a doll like a remote control like like little so for the life of you you thought this was not a person I literally thought it wasn't a person and it's like fairly far away Like, um, I don't know. Opposite the room? No, like, like, like 15 feet, like 12 feet away. So just back and forth, I really thought it was remote control. And like, I, she obviously had been like a veteran. She waited until I was like mid sentence, like not during a quiet moment. She was like, no, fuck your assumption. And she just like, like dug her heels in front of the wheelchair into the floor and shot, like rocketed back at me. And flipped her head over the back of the wheelchair and just started screaming, like, like, as open mouth as possible, like, towards me. So there was an upside down face in a wheelchair coming towards me at, like, full tilt. It sucked. That's it was, like, fucking
1: terrible. It was a moment
0: of, like, like, my whole body was like, you're dead. You're fucking dead, dude. In a moment like that it would be hard not to
1: kick that person in the face.
0: I just went woo, <laughs> and then and then I realized what was happening,
1: and I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh shit, that, that's hilarious. Yeah, um, I do believe this is the last story, and then we could get into more spoopy Ooh. Spoopo, you know, Halloween. I'm go to the bathroom. Halloween oh. bullshit. Take your time. So this last story is for you, and it is called Thirty Years Ago my neighbor's son disappeared yes my neighbor's son disappeared 30 years ago unsettling stories
0: 30 years ago my neighbors across the street Mr. and Mrs. Stein endured a terrible loss their son Adam disappeared on Halloween it was assumed he was kidnapped as there was a rash of kidnappings in the area at the time kidnapper was never found, though, neither was Adam. Today is the 30th anniversary of his disappearance. To the Steins, the wounds are still fresh. They refuse to decorate their yard, despite all the houses on the street going out of their way to be as festive as possible. They don't give out candy, despite the rest of the houses on the street trying to one-up each other by giving out better loot than their neighbors. No, the Steins mourn quietly in their dark house the television being the only light emanating from their window. Kids are advised by their parents not to knock. I've always felt bad for them. I've lived here for forty years. I remember the frantic search and rescue efforts that swept through our town. Even though I was barely twenty years old and living with my unemployed father while working double shifts to pay our mortgage, I did my part and joined the search. It was the least I could do. Like all futile searches, it ended after a while. Adam was presumed dead. The Steins grew old, the neighborhood changed around us, new families moved in, and old ones either died off or moved out. Aside from me and the Steins, I'd say the average age of the homeowners here is 35. And they all have lots of kids. A terrible rumor started to spread a couple years ago. I know who started it. An older kid named Chuck Demopolis. He told his younger brothers and neighborhood friends that Adam's ghost haunts the woods behind our street. He said Mr. Stein killed him and chopped him up into little bits. When I learned about the rumor, I was disgusted. The disrespect was so vulgar and uncalled for. I prayed the Steins wouldn't hear about it, but I'm sure they must have. It was persuasive. It was not. <laughs> it was pervasive. I called Chuck's father and told him what I'd heard, and I suspect Chuck caught a beating for it. Still, I'm afraid the damage had already been done. Despite pitying the steins, I don't express my sympathy by refusing to decorate my house and yard. I love Halloween. Always have. I like to see parents beaming from the street while their kids nervously ring doorbells collect piles of candy. The spirit of the season keeps me feeling young, despite being well past my prime and dealing with high blood pressure. Being an old-timer has its perks sometimes. I have Halloween decorations they don't sell anymore. Ghoulish stuff like the man's nooses. Things that are too politically incorrect for stores to sell. I firmly believe Halloween shouldn't be sanitized. It should be scary and unsettling. That said, there needs to be an emotional component too. Not just blood and guts for the sake of blood and guts. It needs to be poignancy. Something that'll stick with you after you see it. That's why Adam helps me decorate. After Dad died in 1989, I emptied out his safety deposit box. There was an envelope with a note and a Polaroid photograph. All the note said was, I caught him snooping around the cellar. I had to teach him a lesson.
1: (laughs) Dad sounds a lot like you.
0: Yeah. I got my (laughs) voice from him. It's good. It's
1: in the genetics.
0: The photograph was of fresh cement drying on the basement wall. In the middle of the night, I went to the cellar and opened the wall. Adam's body was inside. My instinctive reaction was to call the police, but I was terrified I'd be arrested. They'd never believe the note. So I sealed the wall. After a while, I stopped thinking about the dead boy in the bowels of my house. (laughs) Many years later, after talking with Mrs. Stein about Adam on a Halloween afternoon, I knew what I had to do. I took his remains out of the wall in 2014. He was only a skeleton. I separated the bones, splashed them with fake blood and incorporated them into my Halloween decorations.
1: Fucking awesome.
0: At first, I was worried. (laughs) As the days went by, though, I realized I didn't need to be concerned. The bones blended in with the rest of my decorations. Just more festive material in a neighborhood chock full of it. This morning, when I went out to get the paper, Mr. Stein was doing the same. We met in the street and chatted for a while. We talked about the Cowboys game from last night, and he mentioned his wife made a spectacular coffee cake that he'd bring me a piece of later. I smiled and told him that would be real nice. Before we parted ways, Mr. Sines said,
1: I never told you how much Shannon and I appreciated all the help you gave us back when we lost Adam. We knew how busy you were. It's been thirty years today, you know. Thirty years.
0: I felt guilt and sadness wash over me. I'm sure he's in a better place, I told him. He nodded, and I saw tears in his eyes.
1: He was a good boy. I know wherever he is, he's watching over us.
0: We hugged briefly, then went back to our respective homes. I walked up the driveway past the ghost dangling from my trees by the nooses and headed up my front steps. I looked at the skull hanging above the doorway. It was pointed at the Stein's house, watching.
1: Oh, oh! oh spoopy spoopos. Don't lose your kids on Halloween, folks. Or Ooh. else they'll become a part of the decorations, Ooh. which is actually, like, the coolest way to
0: use a dead body. Yeah, if you already have a dead body,
1: yeah, why, why not? not use it? Why not?
0: If you already if have, you have a the, dead
1: fetus, the morgues, use it. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be a recurring theme tonight. If you gotta use it, don't throw it away. If you gotta use it. Yeah, that means, like, why aren't morgues the creepiest place to go on Halloween?
0: <laughs> True. <laughs> They, they just
1: have like a dead guy sitting in the waiting room, like like he, he's dead tired.
0: <laughs> they don't fucking do that. They should. No, no, I'm saying
1: they should. I'm saying they should start <laughs> doing that. <laughs> 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 uh, that would be fun. Yeah, I like that. What's uh what's your favorite Halloween scary movie?
0: The scariest movie. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, fucking, I don't, God, I don't fucking know. I don't, I have like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say something stupid and then be like, oh, this is fucking dumb. For me, it's trick or treat. I have to watch trick or treat every Halloween. Oh, that's a great movie. I have to watch trick or treat every
1: Halloween. Yeah. I know when I'm at a party and I bring my hard drive over and I have a playlist and it plays Halloween movies just like repeatedly throughout the night. Mm-hmm. If I ever walk through that room and I see Trick or Treat on, I have to sit down and watch it. I absolutely have to. Yeah. Um, I got Night of the Living Dead, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth, Pocus, Pocus. You know, I got all the Halloween feels, and uh, Trick or Treat always gets me. I I, I am benounced to uh, stop and watch Creep Show if that's on too. I get okay. I get. I got Halloween-y feels from Creepshow as well.
0: Do you ever think about a sack
1: costume? Like a Sam costume? Oh, absolutely. I would absolutely do that. I fucking love Halloween, man. Halloween's cool. Trick or treat. Trick or treat just brings me all the Halloween feels.
0: There's like, I don't know, there's a thousand horror movies in like a thousand different genres. My favorite genre is definitely found footage. But I think there's been so many bad movies made in found footage that I don't think any of my favorite movies are found footage movies. It's just that found footage is my favorite genre.
1: You like that genre? Yeah. yeah
0: that's um, okay. I think maybe like the first 15 minutes of Jeepers Creepers is still like really I scary for me. I fucking love
1: Jeepers Creepers. That's
0: the shit. And then the movie kind of falls apart. Like as it goes on, it, it loses a lot more steam. But
1: I would agree that first, I would say that first encounter and that yeah. first... The the where it probably gets most like Lovecraftian and, and like artistic mm-hmm. in its horror, um, absolutely. It does kind of fall apart as it gets more um, slasher monster. Yeah, um, which is pretty much all the second one is and right. what looks like the third one is gonna be.
0: Don't go see the third one.
1: I'll watch it at some point. I've, I think I've seen the I've seen the first one a, a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. I own it. Um, but the second one, I've probably seen, like, twice. Yeah. Yeah, is there any other, um, Halloween-y stuff (sighs) that you want to (sighs) say? Fucking, uh, you know. Uh, Happy after Halloween, everyone. Horror games. What about horror games? Uh, recently... Oh, I do believe I said on the last episode that, um... Or I've mentioned them on an episode. Is, um, I've been watching, uh... A Let's Player group that does a horror game every day of October. They, they release an episode of them playing a new game each October. They call it Shitstorm. And it's 31 videos for 31 days of October. Nice. And each night they release a new Let's Play. Sometimes it's an episode of a series. Sometimes it's just a random horror game they play for a single episode. But they're each like a half hour long. It's by Super Best Friends. Um, really great Let's Player group. Um, cool. They've been playing little nightmares, I also saw them play uh perception, okay, which is the one where you're a blind woman and you and it's a a dinging like a, are you on, like, super, a sonar thing? yeah they what? The, the, the entire game is sonar that's in, cool indie developed and it's color oriented like objectives are like green things that you have to get to by pinging around the house and it's like Great graphics and everything, so it's like them it's like playing a game as like Daredevil vision, essentially. Right. Right. And um bad things, you start to see them far away in the house getting closer to you, or it's it's like a red a red light Mm -hmm. that appears to get closer to you. So it's like running around blue and you spot red, you like you know to hide, like you need you need to get somewhere. That's cool. It's it's a very terrifying mechanic. Um, but Little Nightmares is also super fucking awesome. It's basically like a Tim Burton claymation side-scroller platformer.
0: Yeah, my, my probably my recommendation for this year, if we can make a recommendation for our games, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's 12. <laughs> so you're, you're back. It's on the, it's on the Oculus. Um, Liam Hensworth plays Freddy, which okay. I think really, really does a good job with. Um, and then um, Helen Mirren is, is uh, Bonnie. And then uh, Mel Streep is, is Clyde. And there's the one the one scene, I don't know, the one scene when you're in the Roman bathhouse and you're just talking about kind of what happened with the Reformation. I thought that was uh, the most emotionally invested in a game I've been in. Um, you know, so on that, on the positive side, there's that. On the bad side, microtransactions.
1: Yeah. You know, those no, are rough. They'll, they'll, they'll sneak up on yeah, you. Yeah. That's are, the real silent killer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ooh. That's the reals. Oh.
1: That was good. Anything uh anything else you want to say on this uh on this Halloween special part too?
0: Um on this Halloween make sure kids that you go into strangers houses. Okay. more. Yeah. Do it do it more than you have yeah. been. Um don't be afraid. Even if they don't have decorations up.
1: Yeah. Uh, if the door's unlocked, let yourself in.
0: Or if the door's not unlocked, like, wh- who's going to stop you? Who owns window. property? Crack this was all Native American land, and we, yeah. we stole it. Yeah. So we built so the houses. So it's there. It's everyone's. Yeah. So this Halloween trespass. Trespass. Yeah. Breaking.
1: Uh, Breaking entering. B&E, yeah. man. B&E. Do a B&E. B and e this Halloween because, season. I want to fucking do a B&E. Oh, I really want to go see uh, Happy Death Day. Mm. That looks fun.
0: I do also want to
1: see that. Um, I heard Cult of Chucky was shit, so I'm skipping that this I don't year. I didn't even know that that came out. Chucky, e, man. It's like Chucky 6. It's like the movie it's at. But Death Day looks like fun. It's like Groundhog Day, but mm, serial killer.
0: Yeah, but, and like with a sense of humor. Like on the the yeah. seventh day, she like walks out of the dorm naked. Because she's like, fuck this. Groundhog Day. Look at my titties. I'm going to die Groundhog
1: it. Day, he like fucks everyone. I haven't seen Everywhere. Groundhog day. Bill Murray, Groundhog Day? Yeah, Are you I fucking know I know the movie. I know the movie. Yeah, at some point he just he just mentions having been there for like 30 days and he's had sex with like every attractive woman in the town that he could. Because <laughs> it resets. Like. <laughs> yeah.
0: Which is only four of them, so it was pretty easy, but still.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's Bill Murray, man. Mm-hmm. This Halloween season, get yourself trapped in, like, a vortex of time where you have to relive the same day over and over again. Uh, Take
0: risks. This Halloween season, get yourself trapped in a vortex of time where you have to, like, relive the same day over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen to this
1: podcast episode every fucking night. Put this podcast over For repeat. the rest of your life.
0: Flip the, flip the vinyl over and put it back on.
1: <laughs> side B. Yeah, Halloween, side B. That'll be it. That'll be the title.
0: That's... Side B. Track that's a, beat. That's a great title.
1: Yep. That's it. Two to the one, from the one to the three. I like the pussy and I like the tree. Smoke so much weed you in
0: the believe. And I get moving. Over-